somebody cup and welcome to another episode here for the Funkit Pod and it's MMA media time. Not sticking to the MMA Monday anymore because let's be honest, there are too many things are happening uh, to just stick to Mondays and then sometimes there's nothing happening. There's nothing to talk about so let's just call it what it is, let's call it MMA media. I'm looking at, reacting to whatever you want to call it. The MMA media, what's happening in the space, how is the media being utilized, how are players utilizing the media, players meaning fighters, other stakeholders, and so on. And how how is the media, the MMA media portraying fighters, stakeholders, and so on as well. And so welcome to MMA media. All right, so here we go. And the first thing that we have to talk about, and I just, I just came back from a beach holiday, like a few days at the beach, no social media or barely any. Um, just used it to upload pictures of my cat, obviously. Um, other than that, really not much exposure. And now I come back, listen to all the podcasts while I'm in the gym again, um, or while I'm commuting through Bangkok. And wow, what did I miss? What went down? And f Twitter's a bus with current current MMA media discussions or the one discussion because apparently Paddy the Baddie um, stayed true to his name and and unleashed a tirade on Ariel Helwani on Paddy's own podcast. Uh, he had the boss Dana White as a guest, um, <laughs> which is... I don't want to say ballsy because it's the opposite of... What's the opposite of ballsy? I'm not a native speaker. Please tell me what's the opposite of ballsy. Like it's just... Upsucky, is that a thing? I don't know. Um, and of course, he's not, he's not, I don't know, arguing with Dana White about anything. Of course, they're like all buddy-buddy and so on. And so I'm not here to necessarily judge Paddy Pimblet or to take Ariel's side because as you, if you listen to any of my previous MA Mondays, for example, um, and I know at least like 300 of you have, um, I'm not the biggest Ariel Helwani fan and I do agree that sometimes he likes to stir the pot a little bit And but maybe that's also just what makes her interesting and maybe stirring the pot is, a, is the wrong thing like he, he keeps if he sees an opening he keeps poking at it he's like I see there's something you don't really want to say so I keep poking at it until you say it so maybe that's not stirring the pot maybe that's like poking the plot hole or something um so but yes i do see that he he doesn't let things go sometimes like okay i see someone's not saying everything but i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna go for it um which is fine i guess because it's still somewhat of entertainment right i mean sports is kind of entertainment and we listen to him to other mma media to not just regurgitate like UFC press releases but to give us more so I guess that's why we're listening to him so oh god am I taking this out of area oh, no no still not uh, but oh god I hope you know what I'm saying one great example was um, not too long ago he was on the Andrew Schultz podcast and Schultz had like all those fighters on him which was, which was awesome by the way Andrew Schultz best biggest MMA journalist in the game <laughs> um And they were talking to Volkanovski, right? And Volk was just saying, like, no, no, just, get blah, 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 just wait for it or whatever. And Schultz was like, okay, sure, we will wait and see. And Helvani was like, you know something. Like Helvani picked up like this on Volkanovski's body language, on the way he said it. And Helvani was like, 
you know something, right? You you you're gonna announce it, right? I mean, and then Helvani was like, yeah, you announce it by your on your own, but I know that you know something, and you're gonna announce something. That was pretty cool. Um, I don't know if he had different sources telling him that, but it was like just a nice pickup there in the moment. Um, so that makes a good. I don't know if I want to call it journalist or how Patty call it content creator. Doesn't matter what you call it, right? So let's talk about the the, the issue at hand and from and I'll try again. I I'm not affiliated with any of those, right? So and as a matter as a matter of fact, if I would do what Patty claims Ariel is doing, I would be super super happy if I would make money with any of those um, podcast slash videos. So um, I, I I would not be like Ariel saying like no, I not make don't make any money with it. Um, so yeah, so in in the in the podcast between Patty and Dana, they hit on Ariel Helvani, call him all the names. Which see, I don't want to defend Ariel Helvani, but if you just call someone names already, it's just hard to take your side. If you're like, oh, he's a MF or and so on, and I can't take your side if you're insulting someone who's not even there. And like, ah, just be more professional. Oh, see, I don't even like taking sides here. Um. So they're hitting on him. They're like, yeah, he whatever, he sucks, whatever, and he just does it for money, and he makes money off fighters' backs and so on. Uh, and then Helvani um, refuted it on his podcast. He's like, no, I don't make any money out of fighters. I have a salary here at um, at whatever that that is MMA fighting. Um, is it Vox? I guess. Um, well, yeah, but I mean, the company still makes money covering fighting. So I do understand where. Dana White and Patty are coming from, even if it's not directly, but I understand where they're coming from. There was a reference to something too, that like they wanted to get paid for an interview with BT Spot, which of course is, is, is uh, hilarious. Like You make enough money, you don't need to get paid for interviews. Um, ridiculous. Um, and Helvani said, said so himself. He's like, I'm not, I've never paid anyone. And I do, I do believe that. Like, why would you pay? Because I mean, the, if the fighters go on, on the biggest show, it's good for them as well. And I, I hate the word, because, you know, I'm in digital marketing, if you follow the podcast, I hate the word, um, like, awareness, because what you get with awareness, nothing. Um, you need to convert and so on. But, but I mean, it's a win-win, right? You get on the on the program, you get some, oh, God, I hate the word exposure as well. But, I mean, more people see you, right? I mean, Terrence McKinney, for example, he's awesome. And he's I followed him because I saw, saw an interview uh, with him on Helvani and I was like that dude is cool let me check him out and now I'm like one of the biggest biggest followers slash fans of, of Terence McKinney for example right Paddy Pimblett I did not know who he was before he came on Ariel's show in like 2019 or whatever it was it's still like Cage Warriors I don't even follow Cage Warriors like please uh, so there's a they do have a point that in, in, in terms of that yeah media is making money with fighting but so are that's what media outlets do, ESPN covering all kinds of sports, they make money off of covering sports, right? So that's, you can't really fault them for it because the users, we, the viewers, we want it. We, there's a need. We, we want to tune in, want to watch sports coverage and so on, right? Are you mad at Chuck and Shaq for, for being like on NBA on TNT, for example? Are you mad at Ernie? If you're mad at Ernie, like, we can't be friends, by the way. You can't be mad at Kenny. But you can't be mad at Ernie. Um, no, we're not mad. We, that's what we want, right? So the media is part of the game. The media, they focus on reaching audiences, building their, their reach and so on. And then the athletes, promoters and so on use the media 
to get to the audience. That, that's just how it goes. So I don't understand how they can be mad at it. They're, they're just mad at him, of course, for back then, like breaking those news about Brock Lesnar that should have not, not been broken and, and just being against them quite often, which is understandable that they're mad, like them being the UFC, but be professional for, for Christ's sake, for crying out loud, right? Um, so I, I miss the professionalism here. That's one thing that, however, then again, to be honest, it also makes the fight game so much fun because sometimes the professionalism just goes out the window. Like, there would never be a spat like this in the NFL, NBA, the World Cup. Like, even everybody hates um, Infantino right now, like the, the president of FIFA at the World Cup. There's not going to be a spat like this. Infantino would be like, yo, PR secretary, you handle this, put out a statement, and then we move on and we ignore it. Dana White just keeps, like, hating on it, which is kind of fun as well, to be to be honest. I mean, and it's not only Dana White, let's be honest. Like, I, I can't speak for Scott Coker or the PFL people, but, I mean, I mentioned a few times, I got blocked by, by the CEO of one championship on on Twitter, like, I know, five years ago or whatever, when I, I asked on Twitter the question, like, How do you guys actually make money? I don't understand. And then he blocked me. So I do understand that like promoters in the fight world, like even though they are the CEOs, presidents, whatever you want to call them, they're, they're still like fighters somewhat. Like, I mean, not fighters, but like aggressive at heart or so, I guess. So I do understand that and it makes it kind of fun. But if it's too much, you're like, ah, that's childish. Oh. Then back to Ariel Helwani, right? Him now hitting back. I mean, I'm all, I'm all for it. It makes this podcast so much better. I have to say, Very often I skip I skip lots of guests because I'm not interested in what they have to say because even though he doesn't ask the same old questions all the time, it's still like a bit repetitive at times. So, so I don't listen to everybody on there. I, who does? Who listens to four hours of Ariel Helwani? Like, I'm sorry, Ariel, you're the GOAT probably and I still don't take your side, but like four hours of like, <laughs> I apologize. Um, I can't do that. Um, so, but I do like when he when he when he's hitting out because he keeps the receipts. He shows the receipts, which is great. If, so if if you hit if you if you put out a hit on someone, and I love the hit 'em up post that he that he put out on inst Instagram, just just the the two part cover of hit 'em up, <laughs> awesome. Um, so I do I do appreciate it. I, I I mean I'm I'm a sucker for professional wrestling, so I also like like his professional wrestling antics, obviously. And keep the receipts, show the receipts, and then just just if. Like, I mean, if what I said last time was Brandon Schaub, I miss, I miss Brandon Schaub already. Like, I, I hope he's piggybacking off of that. Even though he hate Brandon Schaub hates both, right? He hates Dana White and he hates Dana uh, Let's see who he hates more. Like, let's see, let's see who, which side he's taking now. Um, like, what Ariel said back then with his, with his beef with Schaub was like, if you come for the king, you best don't miss or something, right? So, I do like that. He says he's not, he's not petty. But he's super petty. He keeps all the receipts and then he's just like, all right, let it, let it build. And then it just like hits out on him. I like it from a drama point of view. I just sit back, eat my imaginary popcorn. Usually I'm in the gym while I listen to the podcast. So uh, no popcorn, but like just being entertained. I, I, I had to smile a few times today while I was working out because I listened to him just hitting out. Um, from a professional point of view, I mean, it's entertainment value. Great. Theoretically... PR point of view, right? Media point of view. You wouldn't, of course, you wouldn't sh go at the president of the biggest organization of the sport that you cover. But with a standing like Ariel, with a following like Ariel, you can do it. He's done it. That's kind of like his, his call sign over the past few years, right? You can do it. And if you do it, you got to be entertaining. 
just like what Ariel did and um, emotional a little bit, which is fine. So I can't believe I uh, talked for 12 minutes or so and I'm actually taking Ariel's side. Um, so again, let's, let's, let's try to put a professional hat on for a second and just try to look at it from a media, I don't want to say scholar that clings so, that clings, that was German, that sounds so, so arrogant. So from just someone who works in the media, who researches lots of media stuff, right? So that's the saying, I, I'm sure you know, like if you wrestle with pigs, right, you both get dirty. And that's, that's from a theoretical point of view, that's how this looks like, right? So I don't like either of the people involved, like particularly. So I don't have any side and I think they all look terrible. I do think that Paddy Pimplet looks the worst because right now because Dana White, we know that Dana hates Ariel and Ariel doesn't really have much love for Dana either, which is fine because they're both just hating each other. All right. Now, Paddy, I know if he's trying to cozy up to Dana White or whatever went wrong with him there um, and listening to Ariel's text messages that Dana you know, read, um, kind of weird like how he snapped like this or changed his mind like all of a sudden um, wanting to get paid for or his manager said he needs to get paid for 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 interviews or whatever doesn't really matter but like the way just it, it came out and they behaved and how they like just laughing together like buddies and like just shitting on, on Ariel Helwani just doesn't make Dana White look good but we already know that he's like that but also doesn't make Patty Pimblet look good it's not edgy it's not cool it's not funny it's it's just shitty and I can't imagine that I know I mean Ariel Helwani haters might like it and like I said I'm not a big fan of his either but I'm like I feel like it's, it's, it was a shitty move, and it's not, it's not smart. It's not sophisticated. It's, it's not, it's not edgy. It's nothing. It's just like you are a content. He calls Helvani a content creator, like so. But I mean, in this case, Patty Pimble is a content creator who just tries to shit on Helvani just to get the clicks and the likes and and the algorithm. And uh, like, that's exactly what you're doing, mate, mate, lad. <laughs> And, oh my God, it makes it really difficult to keep liking him. I mean, I, I, I didn't like him before, but it's, it's just me, me being German, not, not, not being affectionate towards that kind of British behavior. <laughs> I'm sorry, I like Bisping, though. Uh, kind kind of, in, in, in short bursts. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I see it's hard for me to, to keep the professional viewpoint here. So, from a professional point of view, again... No one's looking good. Um, should have kept that like between them. If you add dirty laundry, you need to have the receipts like like Ariel did. Then it's fine. If you just keep, well, then it's not fine. But it's like it makes more sense if you just keep hating on someone and then just keep making up stuff that apparently didn't happen according to the receipts. Then you're just looking bad. And now if you you have two choices, right? You either say like, all right, I got caught up in the moment. Um, like Dana White was next to me, and we just like kind of like stirred each other up then you apologize all right if you now double down on it then it's basically over unless you have more receipts that no one else has seen right so i think that that's just it and and again uh, if you if i feel like volkanovsky singing again <laughs> volk that's the one i know you listen to my podcast that's the one thing you need to like cut out like always things this again it's like volk's um um, that's works. Um, um, uh, it's like again, if he's thinking, and then he says, always says like again, I'm 
you know what I'm saying? Again, it's like that I'm, and again, I'm, so walk. I, your social media game is getting better and better. Your content is getting better. <laughs> but the again needs to go. All right. Let me say it one more time. Again. <laughs> no one's looking good here. Um, I, from, ex, from experience, not experience, from history, if Helvani hits out on someone, he probably will let it go rather soonish. Like with Brandon Shop, he kept it going for a while. And well, it was funny for a while. But I think this one, he, he's going to let go quite fast. Um, unless unless BS is coming to either side's hair. <laughs> I don't want to call it help. Yeah, unless BS is jumping on either side now, of course. And I actually, I'm actually kind of sure that he did because that's just a content gold. And look at me. I talked about it for 15 minutes without saying much. Besides, that is ridiculous and also fun so ariel patty dana thanks for the content it was fun listening to it during uh, while i was in the gym now we can focus again on the next pay-per-view maybe that's why i enjoyed it so much because let's be honest the next pay-per-view uh, and i'm gonna keep it short because i mean you know i do i don't do reviews or previews here um do you have other shows for that? I just talk about the, the media coverage of that and so on. So that's going to be a five-minute thing right now because let's be honest, um, Jan Blachowicz, Marco and Anka Live, zero media hype behind them, unfortunately. I mean, I li I'm, I'm from Europe. I, I mean, Germany and Poland. <laughs> but I'm still, like, we're neighbors. I'm all for Jan Blachowicz. Like, I'm, I mean, let's go. I'm... I'm as, I'm older than Jan Blachowicz, so I'm like, yeah, man, old guy power, let's let's go for it. But there's no hype, zero hype. The, they're doing a terrible job promoting this fight, and it's the main event of the last pay-per-view of the year. It's ridiculous. Don't even talk about Anka Live, because besides the stupid puns on, on the BYM podcast with, like, ankles, which is really... Like Anthony and, and, and Bisping, you gotta let it go. That, that's, that's ridiculous. Um, it's not even funny. <laughs> like, it's, it's so stupid. Um, so, yeah. No hype behind it at all. Most hype is probably behind the co-main event, which is Paddy Pimblett against Flash Gordon, Jared Flash Gordon. And there's probably more hype now just because of Pimblett shitting on Aaron. Maybe that's why they did it, just because they didn't sell any pay-per-view use yet, because nobody cares, lad. Um, and maybe that's why they did it, just to hype it up a little, just to make Ariel talk about it more, just so that they sell more pay-per-views. I don't know, because, because who cares? Like... They, they will keep feeding, that's not feeding, but they will keep giving Paddy fighters that he has a chance of beating. They're not going to throw him into anyone who's going to kick his ass. I just saw Sean Sheehan for the first time on, on Submission Radio the other day, uh, which is still, I think, the best MMA channel out there. Not overdoing it. If they have interviews, they make sense. And Sean Sheehan actually... Um, Made a good point. He's like he doesn't think that that Paddy Pimblett is going to be the next big champion. He doesn't see Pimblett going out, getting up into like super high rank territory. And I agree. Like, I mean, I agree with what he said. So what he said, um, he's going. He's there for a few fun fights, but I, from what we've seen so far, yeah. So he should be happy to give it, getting all all the engagement outreach and so on right now because just enjoy while it lasts maybe they realize that, that he's not top level and that's why they're doing all those things and trying to grab all the money they can 
Um, last thing, last one that I, I remember <laughs> is Darren Till against DDP, Dricos Duplessis. Um, it's him, it's him, it's DDP. It's, it's a wrestling reference from Diamond Dallas Page. It's me, it's me, it's DDP. And good old times. So I, I, I should kind of be rooting for Darren Till because he trains here in Thailand at Bangtao Muay Thai, uh, the, the, the new gym by the Hickman Brothers in Phuket. Um, The training footage that they published on their Instagram was meant to look, make Till look good, I guess. Maybe not, because he didn't. I mean, he, he was hitting fast and stuff and training hard, but he did not look in shape at all. Like, if I take off my shirt right now, I probably would be looking, looking, not am, would be looking more in shape than Darren Till looked in those videos. But maybe that's on purpose maybe that's like keeping some muscle mass and just shredding down last minute. I don't know how that, how that works, obviously. Like, I mean, the theory, but not in in real life. So I, I do hope that Darren Till just goes out there and smokes Dricos Duplessis. Um, he has the, 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 I know, not the ability. He, he's getting hit, um, Duplessis, that is, Till too, obviously. Um, so it should be a fun fight, but again, not, not previewing it media-wise. Only thing I've seen for it was from Bangtao Muay Thai, the post about Darren Till, like two or three of those. I haven't seen Duplessis anywhere. I haven't seen any any hype behind Darren, Darren Till, even though he was like he was like one of the biggest stars in the UFC, even though he lost a few important matches, fights. So uh, usually they do a good job about with the pay-per-views. This time, I think they don't even... They, they already know it's gonna suck and they just don't, they just stop caring about it. So that was the quick media preview of UFC 282. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah, that that's about it. Uh, we'll end it here because I don't want to say again anymore, just like um, just like Volkanovski. I do have a few more um, sessions slash episodes coming up where I talk about one championship as well again of course one on prime happening a lot these days um, lo lots of shake up there in one championship uh, lots of developments also happening there uh, we will have like another mixed rules fight in January here in Bangkok where I'll be, be live in person as well so I'm going to talk about this as well in a preview of, obviously so this is all coming to this channel to MMA Media soon let me know what you think about the beef between Ariel, Paddy, Dana What's BS gonna do? What do you think about the UFC 282? Are you excited? Are you not? Uh, shout out in the comments, shout out social media at Funkitpod, email funkitpod at gmail.com. Like, share, subscribe, rate this thing, because we can reach a bigger audience if you rate it. And as always, take care, stay safe, and keep your guard up. Sorry, Cup. Oh, no.